0: Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello dog lovers. Kate Fairweather here with the first episode of Dogs with Jobs, the podcast that celebrates the key workers of the canine world. We're meeting an incredible range of working dogs with jobs that are every bit as diverse as they are. We're starting the series gently, so make yourself a cup of tea, pour a glass of wine or crack open a beer, whatever you fancy, and settle down. Here's what we've got for you today. Now, when I think back to primary, and I don't know if you're like this, I had a favourite teacher. Her name was Sister Michael, (laughs) because I was at Midhurst Convent. I think most of us, when we're very little... Have a favourite teacher, the one that, you know, you really want to hold her, generally her, hand on school trips. Um, The one that always, you know, made you feel good and calm as opposed to the ones that uh, unnerved you a bit. This is one we're very small, remember. Well, I reckon that no matter how fabulous your favourite teacher was at primary school, I reckon there's no way they would have had the impact of my next guest, Acorn, the Golden Retriever when he walks into Petersfield Infant School, where he works as a reading assistant. Now, I'm just about to meet Acorn for the first time and his handler, Judy Bridgeland. Uh, Judy's a retired teacher, so she knows a lot about kids, a lot about schools and a lot about Acorn. So before I go, I just thought we'd have some facts because it's always good to be well informed, right? What does the Kennel Club say about golden retrievers?
1: Golden Retriever, breed standard. Appearance, symmetrical, balanced, active, powerful, sound with kindly expression. Biddable, intelligent and possessing natural working ability. Kindly, friendly and confident. Nose, preferably black. Eyes are dark brown, set well apart. Coat is flat or wavy with good feathering. Any shade of gold or cream, neither red nor mahogany.
0: So we're in. What is this field called,
1: Judy? We call it the Top Field.
0: Okay, <laughs> highly descriptive there. Yes,
1: because <laughs> it's the Top Field and it's huh? off Borough Road.
0: Right, and it's a really chilly morning, it and we've met is. for a but walk. But it's and not raining. No, which is a bit of a blessing. And the star that we're talking about is looking very chilled out this morning. Tell me about his job. What does well, he do? His job. He is a
1: pat dog which is a Petsus therapy dog, and he is a read-to-dog pat dog. dog. Um, So he goes into schools and helps children who are having difficulty with reading or they just want somebody to read to. Um, Very often it's done as a treat.
0: Oh, like a treat Uh, for for the children? A treat,
1: you can go to Acorn this morning. Which is lovely, you know. If somebody's ill or something, they send me someone else, um, which is lovely as a treat because you've been good. So
0: that's very positive association. Oh, very. Yes. Where does he work?
1: He works at Petersfield Infants at the moment, and we used to go up to Hearn Junior School.
0: Okay, which are connected anyway. So yes, they are,
1: and that was lovely because I would sometimes meet the children I'd had at Petersfield had moved up to Hearn, and their little faces when they saw Acorn <laughs> in big school was lovely. The
0: treat following. Does he go in often? Does he go in once we a week? We go in
1: once a week at a allotted time, so it's on their little timetable. Yeah. They put aside a special little place as a little sort of alcove above the library. So it's a little reading corner. So they know where to go and yeah. he knows where to go. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, that's vitally important, is support from the staff and... They are amazingly supportive and appreciative, which makes the difference. Do,
0: do you see the same children every week? Or Usually
1: um, for the term and then they change over, which is lovely because, you know, a lot of them are very shy and it's nice to have that progression through the term.
0: And do you notice a difference in the children? Like, is someone very shy at the beginning and then they open up? Oh, (laughs) tremendous. It's,
1: that for me is the biggest joy. I mean, I had one little boy that was terrified of dogs. Oh. So we started off, and this was at Hearn. started off with him sitting sort of miles apart. And (laughs) he just shuffled up every week until, you know, he was sitting on his own with Acorn beside him. How lovely. Um, and that was lovely, because a fear of dogs is an awful thing for a child to have.
0: Yes. you know. And that's a lovely thing in itself, isn't it? Well,
1: exactly. And and he overcame something, and he was very proud of himself, which was lovely.
0: Oh, I bet. And, of course, I'm looking at Acorn now. He's sitting there. He's, he's big and fluffy and quite like, I, I mean... He's very cuddly and like an amazing large teddy bear. Does that yes, they that love part of the uh, yes. Appeal? yes.
1: No, that is part of the appeal. Once they get over his size, because he is big,
0: yeah,
1: and realise he is a big fluff te- fluffy teddy bear. I mean, I, I remember <laughs> in, in Petersfield, there's always three teddies sitting on this bench. <laughs> And one little girl decided to sit them next to Acorn because <laughs> she thought they all went together. And she was delighted with herself. And he didn't mind. He just went, oh, hello.
0: <laughs> so part of his role is is there in being immensely comforting and making them feel very secure.
1: Tremendously. And, you know, if they are struggling with reading, and they can do, the, we're talking sort of age five. Um, and, it, you know, sometimes it just doesn't click. Yeah. It's a lovely sort of unpressured way to read, and it doesn't. I'm not their teacher. Acorn's not their teacher, and they, you know, we struggle along. And it gets as they get confidence, they get better and better, and that's lovely to see as well.
0: I guess so. That's very obvious when you say that sometimes, if a child you're scheduled to see or Acorn's scheduled to see isn't there, they'll send someone else as a treat. Yes. So how well known is acorn within the school
1: very i think they think you know he's theirs which yes. i love you know because i have to when i enter the school i have to sort of walk through this corridor to get to where we're going yeah. and they're all sitting having little sessions but these little heads turn around and go hello acorn oh, um and especially if you know they're going out for break or something there's a pat as they pass <laughs> um which is lovely
0: and how long have you been at Peter Sealed Infants for?
1: Oh, gosh, three years, I think. Right. Yes, because I used to have a little, well, I still do, have a little long-haired dachshund okay. lady, which I took, first of all, until she got too old, and okay. then he took over.
0: So there's high degree of familiarity. He's part of the furniture. Oh, absolutely.
1: Really and, it, you know, if I see them in the street, which I do sometimes, there's a sort of, oh, you're in the wrong place. You know, <laughs> what are you doing in the street? Acorn belongs in the school. <laughs>
0: So talk me through, does he know when he's going to work? What, what happens? Yes,
1: he does. He has a, a, a pat yellow coat. Okay.
0: So, so he has a uniform. He has his <laughs> uniform.
1: So we get that out and he's immediately, he's never shied away from it. It's always shoulders up and tail yeah. wagging and on on we put it and, and off we go. Um, and uh, he knows, he goes into the school, loves saying hello to the receptionist and all the staff. and.
0: And how long does he spend in school, like overall?
1: we spend an hour. Right. Um, and that's sort of ten-minute sessions. With, we, I usually have two together, which is quite sweet, because yes. sometimes friends come together and it's they tear up the stairs. and yeah. uh, it, It's just lovely. I've never known a child not want to come.
0: And how about Acorn? Does, I mean, how, 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 what's his attitude? To oh,
1: his attitude is he gets up there, settles down, as he is now.
0: Yes. I must say, he's looking <laughs> as though he could quite happily... I mean, I'm feeling no pressure
1: no, to hurry up and move no, on. No, no, <laughs> no. Well, he's had a walk this morning too.
0: OK, well, I guess uh, that helps. So, <laughs>
1: um, but no, he's, he, he just settles down on his carpet and they, they either sit beside him or sit on the bench with me where they can reach him. Yes. Um, and it's just this, as they come up, lovely sort of slap, slap, slap of his tail. And oh, they, they always go, I said, "You're saying hello, say good morning. Morning, acorn. <laughs> Um, so it's lovely. Is he working? Is he concentrating? I think he's concentrating because he's tired afterwards. Right. You'd, you'd wonder why, because he literally is chilling out and sitting there and taking it in, or falling asleep, he's done. Yeah. But he is tired afterwards, and I think that, that maybe they're just staying still, which he knows he's got to. I mean, right. he doesn't move, yeah. doesn't try to go down the stairs after them or...
0: Yeah
1: you know, until it's time to go.
0: He's, he's got this wonderful quality of stillness that not every dog has. No. Did you know he'd be good at this? Uh, yes. No? Right. Yes,
1: I've had retrievers before um, okay. and I know their nature. They have to be assessed yeah, quite rightly, because you may think they're marvelous, like yeah. you do with your children.
0: <laughs> we all think. Our dogs do you know are what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um, so he's assessed by our coordinator, um, and they they sort of do some loud noises near him, and then she sits and chats. And it was quite interesting when she sat and chatted. He just sat looking at her as if to go, "Do you need to ask me anything?" <laughs> <laughs> um, so I knew he would. You're never quite sure, yeah. And you just go in and hope for the best. But he was magic from day so one. So never
0: let you down. Never Always. let me
1: down, no. All
0: righty. Tell me about your relationship with him. I mean, it feels as though you're a double act, aren't you, going into school?
1: Well, yes, we are. And I think that's important because...
0: And you're a former teacher, you were saying.
1: Yes, I am. And yeah. I think that helps. Yeah. You need to enable the dog. Do you know what I mean? There's no point in going there and saying nothing. Yeah. I need to build. They need to trust me in order to trust him. Yes. Um, and I think that's really important and it works. Yeah. You know. Oh, Mrs. Acorn, I was called once. I <laughs> love it. Loved it. And I thought that actually sums it up. I thought, I'll be Mrs. Acorn. That's okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gorgeous.
1: I love doing it and it's terribly rewarding. Mm. And it's a lovely way to sort of recognise your dog's qualities. Mm. And I think it is the luck of the draw if you happen to have a dog with that. And it doesn't matter what breed. Yeah. Um, with that sort of personality, it's lovely to be able to use that. Um, and a lot of children these days don't have pets. Yeah. And if they do, I mean, they love to tell you what they've got at home.
0: Yeah, It sounds very joyful all the way round. How long do you think um, you'll or Acorn will continue?
1: As as long as he can. I mean, we used to go into the hospital and we don't now because he slips on the... The, the floor. floors are very slidey, yeah. and the older they get, their muscles aren't as good. And okay. it got quite embarrassing when a woman was trying to stroke him in her bed and he'd got lower and lower, <laughs> and, lower and lower. And I thought, I don't think we should do this anymore. But I love doing that as well and that was very rewarding.
0: And do you think that he enjoys his work? Yes, I do. Why do you think that?
1: Um, because of wagging his tail and and putting... The, you know, he's never not wanted to come with me or shied away from mm. the universe. Form. it's yes you know to business and he loves the attention yeah i like, mean I guess you that's know, what the more other could thing. he ask for yeah all centered on him for an hour
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it sounds like he's quite the star oh
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> oh, oh now he's very alert now what's he spotted oh, another dog oh, okay Do you think, I mean, is he a very doggy dog or do you think he's more... No, he's a
1: human dog. I mean, it is hysterical. Everybody, when we go for walks, knows his name. Yes. Nobody knows who I am (laughs) because he will tear up. But he is a bit naughty if somebody's carrying their lunch to work. Yeah. He will go up to them and sit looking at it as if to say, would you like to give me a bit of
0: that? And how do they respond to that?
1: Oh, they're lovely. I mean, and he knows a dog lover. If they've got nothing, he doesn't care. He'll sit there.
0: Yeah.
1: Give me a stroke and move on.
0: You also mentioned a moment in a hospital, I think, when you you felt that you'd seen his nature there. Yes, no, that was...
1: Well, again, it comes back to their sensitivity and they are quite extraordinary. And you talked about the calmness he has. And we were going round the ward saying hello to people and there was a lady sitting in the corner who wasn't sort of joining in. I thought, well, that's okay. You know, some people don't like dogs. Mm. But she looked terribly sad and she was on the last bed and we went to walk out and he pulled me over to her and it turned out that she was blind. Um, So she couldn't engage her face and so I put her hand on him and this beam came over. I mean, one of the nurses had to leave. She was in tears. I got all teary because he somehow knew I need to go to that person. Um, and it was lovely. You've got
0: a very special dog there, you know, to be so in tune with Yes, I know,
1: generally. and I think mm. that is, that again, personality, if you're lucky enough to get yeah. that personality. And I didn't know, I didn't have him as a puppy.
0: OK, when did he come to uh, you?
1: He came to me at the age of seven.
0: OK, so thoroughly grown up. Yeah, dragon.
1: thoroughly grown up.
0: So it's like a second career. So, you know, he
1: had a big change to go through. Yeah. Um... And he was just then. I remember them bringing him because I said I'd take him on. Mm. I said, well, well, we'll bring him round so you can decide. Mm. I remember the door opened, I thought, There's no deciding. I'm doing it.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> We're just being interrupted by a little, I'm not sure what this is. Oh, it's a door. What do you think? It's got a tuolari
1: nose. Don't
0: be nice. Acorn. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Acorn's going to be nice to a little funny chap coming over and saying hi, aren't you, Acorn? <laughs> Oh, he's gorgeous, gentle giant.
1: Gentle giant—that's exactly what he is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for taking time to talk All to us, right. and thank you, Acorn.
1: He says, "Okay, can I have a biscuit?"
0: Now? Oh, give that boy so a biscuit. Sit, sit, gently now acorn of course is not the only pets as therapy dog in the area and uh, we'll be meeting a couple of others as the series progresses but something i was asked about a couple of times and i thought would be interesting was to hear from someone at pets as therapy what kind of qualities they would look for because it may be that you're interested or perhaps you have a dog that is gentle and sounds a bit like acorn and you might fancy doing something similar some in the way of volunteering with your dog so i went and had a chat with the coordinator of the Petersfield area and you can hear from the horse's mouth so to speak about what they're looking for. I'm with Patricia Bland who is the Pets as Therapy coordinator for the Petersfield area. Good morning Patricia.
2: Good morning Kate, lovely to talk to you again. Oh it's great to
0: have you. Now I was wondering if you could give us a little overview of what Pets as Therapy does and uh, what kind of dogs you typically have working with you.
2: Well, I'll answer question two first, if I may, because what type of dog? Any dog. The most popular one is probably Golden Retriever, closely followed by Labrador Retriever, but they don't have to be a pedigree. They can be a Heinz 57, a Heinz 157. What matters to us is the temperament. So they do go through a temperament assessment, which is like a little test, but don't put people off by saying the word test. It's quite normal, and it's just to show how sociable the dogs are and how reasonably well behaved they are. We're not looking for competition obedience. So when <laughs> we ask them to do a bit of heel work, it's just basically trotting down the path and coming back again under control with the owner. You sometimes sadly see people being dragged along by their dogs, whatever size the dog is. That's not the sort of thing we want because if you're going into a care home or a school, you've got vulnerable people there. and You don't want them knocked over even by a little dog.
0: That makes all the sense in the world.
2: So we're not breed specific, we're not colour specific or even whether it's he or she neutered or not, it really does matter what the dog itself is like. We do test the owners but they don't really realise that. What we're watching (laughs) is what the relationship is with them and most people who offer their service to be a volunteer know that their dog is going to be good so we rarely have to fail anybody and also they know that their dog is reasonably socially acceptable what we don't want is a big dog jumping up at somebody, actually even a little dog, because people can get stretched.
0: Is there a right temperament? What are you looking for?
2: I would say a calm dog, but friendly. Uh, we do actually have a noise test within the assessment. I personally drop a very noisy big stick right behind them when they're not expecting it and see what their reaction is. Most dogs just go, okay. turn around and go, oh, what was that? Which is fine, because if you think in schools kids are noisy... And again, going back to care homes, if they were to knock over their sticks, lots of them walk with sticks, or perhaps even an oxygen cylinder, they make a dickens of a row. We don't want the dog to be spooked. Just socially acceptable. One of the other tests we do is we have to actually give the dog a treat because a lot of, again, going back to care homes, a lot of the people there, it gives them such pleasure to give the dog a treat. Some dogs take it very gently. Some don't even take it at all. That we don't mind. We tickle it under the chin and pull its ears gently because, Mm. again, children can be a bit rough. We also do something that we make a sudden emergency and I say, get your dog away from me, just to see how the dog reacts. Basically, the owner's just got to pull it out of the way because if an emergency occurred at a care home and the paramedics came in, you don't want the dog spooked by all this sudden commotion. It's very difficult to reproduce everything that could happen everywhere but we do our best one major thing is no jumping up and even a little dog can actually knock people over if they're not expecting it so jumping up is the very big no-no the main reason why people actually want to do it is because they want to share their dog with others
0: and how how does the process work patricia how do people get in touch if they feel that their dog would be good at this kind of work
2: Usually by our website. It's quite informative, and there is a little slot on there that says, Do join us. So they put all the details into that, and then they can fill in the application online, which is so much quicker than posts going backwards and forwards by snail mail. They Fantastic. will then be told who their nearest assessor is. They're given a choice. For instance, in this area, I've got probably about three or four assessors, so I don't do all the assessments, which I used to do. It's right. quite busy. <laughs> and then they'll make an appointment to have the assessment. The assessment I would say takes about an hour because you want to also tell people where they could go and what they are what expected to do and how the, how the process works. They do have to give two references and that's not mm-hmm. on the dog but on themselves Right. so that we're sure that people are coming with the best of intentions.
0: That makes tons of sense. And give me a flavour for some of the jobs around the Petersfield area that some of the pat dogs are doing.
2: I'm very lucky with the Petersfield volunteers in that they do have a variety of places. You mentioned Acorn. Well, that's a beautiful golden retriever and he visits Petersfield Infant School where the children read to the dog. The scheme is called Read to Dogs and a lot of people tend to giggle at this, but it does work. The children have no pressure, no stress, they will read quite happily to the dog. Yes. I've got another volunteer who does the same job, but in the libraries, in public libraries. Uh, a hospital there, Petersfield Hospital. Goes so you've had world. dogs in the
0: hospital as well?
2: Yes. Uh, it's quite tricky to get into hospitals, obviously. But right. it's so totally worth it when you get there. The other thing, beauty of it for the volunteer is that when you go to a hospital, of course you get changing patients. So of you don't course. always see the same people, but you, you have more variety. If you go right. to a care home, you do see the same people, mostly, but you yeah. see them smile every time. You get to know them. And some yeah. of my volunteers in the Petersfield area do go to various care homes there.
0: I know that Acorn goes in for an hour a week absolutely regularly with the same kids um, at Petersfield Infants.
2: It depends on you as the volunteer, how much time you've got, and your dog. But to yes. me, the dog is always the most important. My dogs, yeah. I have, I'm now my 6th pet dog, And I've got two. You can only take one at a time. So I alternate them. So some people do go for years and years and years. I mean, I've been with the charity for 22 years. Right. Of course, I don't have the same dog. Sadly, they don't live as long as we do.
0: It's obviously a very rewarding thing to do as a volunteer.
2: Well, I think it is. And that's why I think I managed to increase my volunteer base. When I first became a coordinator, I had 22 people. I now have 180 Gosh. It's not that they don't let them leave. <laughs> I think my enthusiasm <laughs> goes down to them as well. Because not Aww. only do we visit places that I've mentioned, but we also run events. Well, when we can, obviously, coronavirus has put a paid to a lot of things. So we'll be at local fates. The sheer lot- range is
0: amazing. Oh, it's amazing, yeah. Patricia, thank you so much for talking us through that. And uh, I think it's a wonderful, wonderful ch- charity. And I know from having spoken to various volunteers how much they love it, as well as the dogs. So thank yeah. you. I hope you found that a soothing listen. What with coronavirus, and as I record this, right this moment, we're on lockdown in the UK, it felt right to start the series with a caring dog. Next month's podcast, I'm going to pick up the pace of it with a very different dog and a very different handler. Now, in the course of researching this series, I've spoken to a lot of people, and I'm interested in speaking to more, if you can recommend anyone, about working dogs. And this is what Jim Noble, who is a retired police handler who spent a lifetime immersed in working dogs within the police and outside, had to say about this particular breed used for police work.
2: They're literally like firearms without a safety catch. You've got to be really switched on to work them.
0: Curious? I'll be meeting one of these highly skilled, highly trained police dogs next time. She's intelligent, athletic and has dealt with some hair raising situations that her talented handler is kind enough to talk us through. That'll be downloadable on the last Friday of the month. That's February the 26th, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Dogs with Jobs was edited by John Wellsman, brought to you by Petersfield's Shine Radio. Copyright Kate Fairweather.
1: We need to have a plan.
0: Stay at home and make it shine. you got it. <laughs> Great lockdown listening from Petersfield's
2: Shine Radio. It's about staying as local as we can and helping as many people in the community as we can. Joff <laughs> continues his bromance with John Walker from the Petersfield Post. Yes.
1: You do look lovely. That's you're very much. You're, you're the only person I see every week. Motivation is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Hello, my name is Matthew. I'm from Class 1G at Churches College, and this is a song I spent hours listening to in lockdown. I was walking past College
2: Street and saw the phone box. So I had an idea that I'd start and it's a bookshop, but It's really just come in and help yourself.
1: We've got lovely Lucy with us and Harrison, who's playing with some norms.
0: The real pleasure is in the bass. Bassline It's stupendously crunchy. I'm feeling quite patient about the whole thing. Stay at home and make it shine. Slightly intimidated by being told so precisely what to do. Great lockdown listening from Petersfield's Shine Radio.